AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. To make it good, to make it pretty, you need, even with people helping you, it still works. Designer Dennis Basso's kindergarten teacher told his parents he should be pointed in the direction of fashion because of his amazing sense of color and style. At the young age of seven, Basso drew his first fashion sketch. It was a stick figure, a bride wearing a wedding gown, which he priced at $500,000. Maybe he was on to something. Today, Dennis has been hailed by both celebrity and private clients for his glamorous collections of evening wear, ready-to-wear, bridal gowns, accessories, and even home goods. After almost 40 years in the business, Dennis remains enthusiastic and focused on the future of fashion. I am so happy my friend Dennis could join me here today to talk about his amazing career, how it evolved, and more. Welcome to my podcast. I'm so happy to be here, Martha. Oh, my God. After all of these years, I mean, we've been friends for, I bet you, over 30 years. Wow. It's been a long, it's been a long journey. It has been. And, and a, fun. And a lot's happened to you. A lot's happened to me. But right. today we're talking about Dennis Basso. Dennis now has a beautiful atelier on Madison Avenue and is it 69th Street? 69th Street. Yep. And he uh, is still selling some of the most beautiful clothing uh, offered in New York City and elsewhere. And you're still making how many how many appearances on QVC? I'm on tonight, actually, and I'm on yeah. tomorrow. I'm on yeah. all the time. Hundreds of times a year because people really enjoy not only hearing him uh, describe his fabulous offerings, but they also enjoy him. And they really have had success wearing and using his products. So... All of that. I mean, it's very admirable. Really admirable. I mean, it's it's the journey for me has been fun because you don't know along the way who you're going to meet and where it's going to take you. Right. And I'm never sitting on my laurels ever. Focused on what tomorrow. What could we do tomorrow? Right. I mean, you would think I was. We would think we were forty. 
You, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm still building a business. Right. What sparked your your passion for fashion in the first place? You know, I always loved pretty things, beautiful things. I was a little boy. I think you know how some people, some men or women as children, have an interest in science or or the outdoors. And I was just, I always grabbed trucks. Well, yes, or dinosaurs. Yeah, that wasn't for me. <laughs> they begged me to go outside and play, and I was like, no way. I am not going outside to play. I want to stay in the house. I mean, I would actually say to my mother, "Can I stay in the house? I'll die." Really? <laughs> yeah, I loved being in that. Did you have siblings? No siblings. I oh, mean, only so, child. oh, that so, that helps. That helps, and you know, it was fun. I like it. I mean, you know, just apropos to one thing, it was Christmas time to this time of the year, and I was a little sad. All of my friends have brothers and sisters, and I'm at home, and my mother. I said to my mother, "You know, mom, I'm really sad. I want a brother or sister." And she snapped back with, and she said, "You know, you see that tree over there?" I said, "Yes." She said, "You see all those presents?" She said, all those presents are for you. She said, if there were more kids here, you'd be dividing those presents oh, so up. She made you I a, shut right up. She made you a selfish little boy <laughs> exactly right away. Right, right from the <laughs> beginning. Um, I loved pretty things, and I was very involved with my mother and her friends and her sisters, and they were sort of glamorous women of that time in the late 50s and 60s, and I just thought, I love that. I loved watching those movies. I mean, I was watching these old Movies with Barbara Stanwyck and Ava Gardner and mm. Betty Davison, they were all dressed up. Some of the most beautiful women that ever were and in the movies. And Ava I would Gardner. Sit there oh. And think, where are those people? At seven, I want you to find those people. Mm-hmm. I found them. I'm sitting here with one right oh, now. Oh, yeah. Well, you certainly did. When did you get to Madison Avenue? So, about 20 years ago, we realized that the day of the 7th Avenue first showroom was sort of becoming passe. People were moving out. People were retiring. You know, most of the furry people's sons didn't want to just be in their father's business. Like, I didn't want to be in the produce business. I wanted my own thing. So all of those companies sort of, so I said, we need to get out of here. And we came uptown and opened up my first store on 65th Street in Madison Avenue. How great. And that opening was amazing. Everybody came from Liza Minnelli and Patti LaBelle and Joan Collins and Jackie, her sister. Yes, I mean, it was amazing. The people were spilling out onto the street and Patti LaBelle and... uh, All wearing those luxurious... Martha Stewart, okay? That's I mean, right. Uh, it was like an unbelievable film, and we've been there ever since. And, you know, it's been great. I mean, it's been, you know, COVID wasn't the best thing for anybody with a store, but we, you know. People still got dressed. People still got dressed. And still bought fashion. Yes. Now, um, you know, let's talk a little bit about your clientele. That You have had the most beautiful women, the most fashionable women, the most famous women in the world come through those doors into your and salon. Movies and, oh. and, and Broadway. Who's I mean, your, you, you can't so say the, who your favorite, the favorite is. The, the most perfect one out of all the major celebrities who, and you're going to say, oh, yes, I can see that, was Meryl Streep. Ah, uh, how great. Because. Her elegance. She, right, she's for a movie I, or for life? I know both, but I, I did the uh, in the Devil Wears Prada 
all of the main coats were my coats. That famous coat where she walks in and plays the editor of the magazine and throws that coat down. Editor of Vogue magazine, magazine. everyone. Yep. She, we did all those coats for her. And she wrote a beautiful note and thanked me. And she, but we've done, I mean, we've dressed J-Lo. Uh, we've dressed Joan Collins. We've dressed Elizabeth Taylor. Natalie Cole. I mean, I can't even. It goes on and on and on. Um, and they all know you. They all call you Dennis. Yeah. They all love you. They love They love the clothes that you've made for them. I mean, you've had an incredible, incredible design career. So <laughs> Dennis, the other day, two days ago, had a most elegant lunch for about how many people were there? 70? 66. Yes, yeah, 66 about. people. Uh, women. All women, all women. He calls them girls. And they ranged in age from like 90 all the way down to, to probably 30. 19. Yeah, oh. 19 or 25. <laughs> we had a full, and, we do not discriminate. And everyone came dressed to the T's, yeah. the nines. The, the what, nines. what do you call it? Dressed to the nines? Dressed oh, to the dressed nines. to the nines. Uh, boots, no boots, uh, uh, spike heels, flats, jewelry, jewelry, like crazy, furs. Everybody, furs, everybody had a little fur something on yes. in honor of Dennis Basso, who is. Uh, I didn't say that in my introduction, but he's also known for some very extraordinary uh, fur designs: beautiful coats, scarves, jackets, uh, blankets. Blankets have been so yeah. popular, and both. not only real fur because that was we'll we'll talk about the fur problem, but um, also artificial fur. Well, you know, I've been on QVC uh, as you have in the past twenty. This was my twenty ninth year, and we've had a very successful business there reaching millions, millions of women yes. i mean what a, what a great thrill to be able to do that with oh wave so to that lady women. out there look at her so she, she knows who you are being <laughs> able to do that how great is that and we just did a faux fur blanket where we sold i mean maybe 60 or seventy thousand. you told me the hours. day the day after you told me you had sold seventy thousand fake fur blankets and Good looking ones. And those, oh, of course, all oh, your blankets. I forgot blankets. yours. Okay, oh, I know. I'll get you, that you, were, you said you'd bring me a I know, fake I, you know, fur blanket. I will, baby. Okay. And then we'll cuddle under okay. it. I may have to do special <laughs> delivery to Bedford. Okay. Watch that, out. Okay. Give everybody off that night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, am I getting bad. Oh, now. boy, is he bad. But let's get back to your first sketch. It was a yeah. wedding dress? It was a wedding dress, and I thought— Had you gone to a wedding by seven? Well, you know, I don't know. You know, so we're Italian-American— and they've been known, the Italian-American parents, to take their kids to a wedding or a funeral wake. <laughs> you know, right. we were very exposed. And I had a lot of—I'm the youngest of first cousins. My first cousins go from my age, which is whatever, way up. So when I was seven, there was a group that was in their 20s, and they were getting married. Getting married. And I saw all oh, loving, beautiful things. I saw all these brides. So, but what made you think at seven, at seven. That, that a dress could cost $500,000? That's what we can't figure dollars. out. And I even asked my cousins who were older, uh, they said, you always had a very big vision. And when people see, and I knock wood and thank God every day about the wonderful success, which I'm telling everyone out there, success only comes with a lot of hard work. As who knows better than you, work, we're working all the time. We work. We night, work. Night and day and yes. weekends. And that's what it's, so I think, 
I just wanted to do something special, but that price, and then there's the comma, and somebody had to put the comma. I can't imagine that I knew where the comma went. You might have. Maybe. I don't know. You might have. You were. The teacher wrote, so just which is apropos to that, the teacher 10 years ago sent me this letter. How many students do you think since 1961, how many students did she have that she like remembered me and wrote this letter? Isn't that nice? It's unbelievable. Yeah. This is Creed. Yeah. Well, you're like me. Miss Wire, who's my third grade teacher, came on my show. I invited my teachers on my daily television show. How fabulous is that? And the ones we could find, you know, some some had passed away, but but the ones who were alive all came to my show. (sighs) And it was so much fun to see them because I loved my teachers. Did you love your teachers? Oh, yeah. And I was, yes, I was all about, you know— Happy and, to raise my hand and yes. uh, you were I like a good student. You were a good student, and yeah. and you understood the value of a good teacher. Yes, you know, I mean I loved it. I loved school. I mean school. I like to go out. In my mind, I viewed school as going out. As going out. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so right, it was like you know. I mean, it was like you know the greatest thing. Get away from the daily chores. Uh-huh. See, you were only child. You're lucky. I was the second eldest of six. So my, I had chores. I had chores from the minute I got up in the morning till the minute I went to bed at night. So you are one of the most disciplined people I have ever met. Really? Yes, I. And what I like about what I like about people like you, I also put in that same category. I put people like Stephen Sills. I put Christopher Spitz Miller, who makes laughs. But he is a disciplined human being, and they are also very industrious. I use the word industrious to apply to people like you who have worked, uh, started their own businesses, been very successful, and remain good friends to many, also enthusiastic. Um, Look at you. That's right, not jaded. But you live beautifully. You know how to live beautifully. You know how to entertain wonderfully. And you know what? It goes a long way because we all appreciate it tremendously. Well, I think, you know, if. So, f- for like-minded people like ourselves, entertaining, I mean, eight for dinner is like having no one for dinner. Right. I mean, it's like— you know, I always say it's, it's just as easy to make a recipe for six or eight than it is for one. I mean, easier. Easier. Easy. Yeah, I, yes. When I'm home alone, I invite— my security guard, as well as my driver to come and have dinner with me if they're yes, still around. We're, we're busy feeding yeah. everybody in the house. Yes, too, you, have to, you have to. Otherwise, feed. It's, it's more fun. It's very important to have that. Have that. You, know, you know what it took to get to where you are. And you haven't forgotten the struggles and you haven't forgotten the journey. And that shows, Dennis, it really does show. Well, exactly. you've called your mother and your sister and her sisters, not your, your you don't have any well, sisters, but your mother and her cousins, sisters, girl. Uh, stylish. What kind of clothes did they wear? Do you remember what they wore? Well, I, you know, yes. I mean, when I think back, it was the end of the 50s, so they were still wearing a lot of dresses, I can remember. And I'm going to tell you something. I was taken to have my tonsils out, <laughs> and I was I lived. I house, lived through that. And I was in the hospital, and my parents came to see me that morning before Dr. Lewin took them out. <laughs> this is 62 years ago. And I remember my mother walked in. It was in the summer, and she had on a lavender polka dot shirtwaist dress. So you remember. I could remember. And now, before you had your anesthesia. Right. I remember <laughs> that dress. I remember seeing that, and I'm thinking. And then we moved from that look 
right into the 60s, right into the pantsuit. And that was a big look. Oh, the, yes. the pants sort of took over yeah. in terms of fashion. And they were tailored, but they were always more than stylish. And they were stylish. They were what I call an old expression. They were always just so. They were just so. There was never a chip nail. There was never anything. It could be 100 degrees. They weren't perspiring. I don't know what it is. They were just very, very meticulous. You know, no eating in the bedroom, no sitting on the bed, no this, no you that. You didn't have plastic slipcovers, no, did no, you? No, 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 no. Okay, we, good. Oh, God, no, good. no, we were okay with that. <laughs> Some people on my street had plastic slipcovers. Yes, we knew some. We had, a, we had a couple of old relatives that we didn't see too much that had that. Not not a good look. Cold in the winter, hot in the summer. Well, what was nice about your parents, too, is that they not only encouraged your interest in fashion and in design, but they also made sure that you got the appropriate education. Yes. Yeah, always, right? Was education important to them? Yes, they yeah. were very important. And they wanted me to, you know, when you're an only child, you operate— as a little bit of a trio, very rare that I'd meet an only child who didn't have, didn't have an extraordinary relationship with their parents. We were like friends. We would do things, the three of us. It was like our little family. What did your dad do? So my father was in the produce business, importing and exporting was Good su- business. Nice, successful. And yeah. So you went to FIT. Went to FIT. And before FIT, where did you study? So I studied a little bit. At, I wanted to really be in the theater. So I studied speech and drama for a semester at Catholic University in Washington, D.C. Oh, okay. And that was fun because that is a classic stone, ivy up the wall kind of a university. And I said, well, let me have a little taste of that because, you know, I do like the whole buffet. So let me go check that out. And that really, and I thought, you know, show business is so difficult. And and sadly a little bit, and I love what I do, I think I would have really shined even better. You could have been in The Sopranos. Exactly, maybe. (laughs) Or any, you know. Oh, my God. So So I think that... Uh, I did that, and then that wasn't for me, and came back and went to FIT, and it just clicked for me. And I'm a, I love this school. It's one of the, it's the, you know, they call it the Harvard of fashion around yes. the world. I mean, it is. And I became very, very involved and on all different committees. And Dr. Brown, who's the president who you, whom you've oh, met. I've met, sure. And just about eight years ago, they gave me uh, a doctorate. And it was really more than honorary because it was for time served. It wasn't like at some universities where, you know, I give the tennis court, you yes. give me the doctorate. Excuse me. This yes. is not. This is comes from the governor because it's a state university, you know, FIT. It's not a lot of people think it's privately owned. No, no, no. And that was great. I mean, I loved I loved that school and that school is so great. And they do so much good. Um, oh, my gosh, in, yes. Not only in fashion, but in manufacturing. And, and photography. And, right. And, uh, and keeping, keeping so many businesses alive in yes. New York City, too. Yes, yes. Encouraging. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. 
the all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real, live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. Oh, my friends love it. I love that it's KidSafe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. So you went to FIT, and when did you graduate? So I graduated in 1974-ish. Okay, and then then what happened? Sort of an ish Yeah. Well, I had it, well, to be honest, I mean, I'm happy to, you know, it's a million years later. I wasn't quite, um, I needed a few more credits, <laughs> and... They wanted me to go to summer school. And I said, listen, I am not messing my summer up. I'm going to Europe with some friends. I'll come back. Oh, and they said, well, what about the graduation? I said, well, you know what? My parents will kill me if I don't graduate. Can't you just give me a blank diploma? Oh, gosh. Yes, negotiating in 1971. Oh, my gosh. So I said, I'm carrying the flag. Anyway. So that happened, and then I left, and I... Never I, finished? Well, not really. He thinks he's talking but, to the world. But they, they came gave back you a doctorate. And so I jumped right. I went right from that BA right to the PhD, okay? Okay. Well, Dr. that's Bassett great. for the rest of this conversation. So your, your first fashion show was about 10 years later at the Regency Hotel. Hotel, 1983. So in that 10-year period after after your pseudo-graduation, yeah. you bounced around like where? I had, what? I, well, I worked, actually, I, I worked at Bloomingdale's. I was the... Uh, the creative director in the cosmetic 
beauty area. Really? That was fun. Oh. That's when Pierre Michel had just opened up in Bloomingdale's. Bloomingdale's was at the height. The queen had just visited. And I worked there. And then I worked at a fabric company. And I, I actually couldn't find myself. The good news is, being an only child... They were helping me out. Okay, yeah. us, uh, they were, they were subsidizing, subsidizing your lifestyle. I was being subsidized, <laughs> and that was good. Uh, I, you know, I was known to be. I mean, I would. I had my mother's Bloomingdale's uh, credit card, and I lived. My first apartment was a block away from Bloomingdale's, and every once in a while, I'd want to entertain, but I had like used up all my cash. I'd go to the gourmet department and use that credit card. And be buying pate and this and that, and so she really realized that, and that like that like ended. That was not good. That was not a good uh -oh, moment. Uh -oh. But I did that, and then I went. I um, answered an ad in Women's Wear Daily, and that started my career. Oh. basically. and working the, for whom? The ad said, "Just as important. This is when you had to go into a newspaper to find a job. It said, wanted designer, shipping, sales." production, pattern maker. Basically running an entire business. Well, right, but I thought it was the designer position. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know that the first day at work, he sent me to ship some boxes. <laughs> so I go, to, I get this job at his company that was by the name of High Fishman Furs. I thought, well, this is glamorous, and I'm there for. So I just, important part of the story, I go for the interview, and I wanted $450 a week, he asked me, and I'm in an Armani suit, and I'm like, you know, I'm ready to go. I mean, I'm like going to give you everything. I want this job. So he hires me. He says, but you have to do everything. I said, but I want 450 He says, I want to pay 400 I said, I'm going to make a deal. I'm going to work for $400 a month. And at the end of the a month. A month or a week? No, a week, a week. Oh, okay. I'm going to work for $400 a week. If I'm good, you'll pay me 450 If I'm not good... We'll just part ways, and that'll be good. I am designing. I'm rearranging the furniture. I'm going to the deli and buying fake fl uh, fresh flowers and putting them around. He would come into this big showroom. I had moved the furniture around. He could not believe how us. lucky he was. I was selling coats like crazy. Fur Design, coats. Fur coats. Gorgeous black oh. mink coats at that uh. time with a rage. He, the bookkeeper, who I became friendly with, said, he's crazy about you. The month is up. I go into his office. I said, Mr. Fishman, I just want you to know that tomorrow will be my last day. Your last day? What are you, crazy? He said, I'm going to pay you the 450 I'm going to pay you the 450 You're great. I says, oh, no, if you want me to stay, it's 500 And? He gave me the 500 Okay. I stayed there. For how long? Three years. This is the... This is the beginning of Dennis Basso. The third year, I get a phone call from a very close friend of mine who says, do you have a fox jacket wholesale? I said, absolutely. Now I know everybody on the fur market. I go to Mr. Fishman. I said, my friend Jimmy wants a fox jacket wholesale. He says, we don't give anyone wholesale. Hmm. Okay. So on the way home, I go to this guy, Bobby, who had a little factory. I said, Bobby, do you have a, 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 a jacket host? I said, sure. It's a Fox jacket. It's $300 host. <gasps> I take the jacket. I go out to Long Island. I bring it to my friend. My friend loves it. Those jackets were about $1,000 in the store. She gives me the 300 The next morning on the way to work, I go pay Bobby. Bobby yep. says, great. Next day, the phone rings. All landline. No phones. Of course. You know, 
her sister-in-law wants the same jacket, but you don't have to charge her that little. Oh, good. Light bulb. I go. I bring her the jacket. I charge her three fifty. Now I keep fifty. So you made fifty. Yep. Eight months later, I'm going to Short Hills, New Jersey, <laughs> Alpine, Greenwich, Connecticut. Well, the natural salesman came out. I would be. I was rent. Everybody in the market knew. Give Basso the coats. He's having like Tupperware parties. This is the God's honest truth. Uh, I was doing three fur parties and then I hit the jackpot. These women in Short Hills came. They said, we only want to see mink coats. The mink coats were wholesale at the time, $1,500. They were about five, 6000 in a store. Oh, yeah. And I went there and sold eight mink coats and made Eight thousand dollars. <gasps> this is nineteen eighty-three. Oh, great! I went to Puerto Rico for the weekend <laughs> with some friends. Oh, he fired you? Well, he calls me in his oh. office and he said, "What are you doing? You're stealing." I said, "Stealing." I'm, at that point, I was like the number one. I was the king there. He said, "You're taking sales." I said, "You didn't want to give me wholesale. We could have done." He says, "Oh, pack up your desk. <gasps> You're out." I go to that. I had another fur party that night. I go and I said to him, he says, you know, I have a little studio here in the front. Why don't you rent it? Go into your own business. Here we are, 39 years later. What what street was that? The 7th Avenue, 305 7th Avenue. I remember like it was yesterday. Wow. I had my first fashion show. Ivana Trump came. Huh? She came the next morning after the show and bought seven coats. She was 32 oh. years old. Wow. The funny story. Oh, that is so amazing. You did it. You were entrepreneurial. And on top of being a good designer, on top of being a really good salesman, the entrepreneurial initiative appeared. And here's Dennis Basso starting his own store. But it was but it was a full store. I mean, you designed, you you made, you manufactured, you sold, you developed yes. a clientele. I could ship the best box. Yeah. I could wrap a box with no oh, problem boy. today. No, it was great. I mean, it, it, you know— when young people, and I'll, I've spoken at FIT, I tell everyone, remember, every day is in Christmas. You have your good days, your bad days. You have to be focused. You can't give up. You can't take no for an answer. And fur is, is seasonal. It's seasonal. But that's why we went into, we do all those beautiful, well, look at that gorgeous lace coat I made you. Oh. Martha finale, helped me finale my show when I came down the runway just, a just few a few months ago. Months ago that's right. Yes. She came down there and she gave me a beautiful bouquet. I took her by the arm and we did the the walk in the brand new ballroom of the Pierre Hotel. I mean, oh, so so the great. clothes are a big part of everything yeah. now. Yeah. So is um. So you you just you became overnight a success. A little bit on Seventh Avenue. Yes. And uh, but when did you start designing other things? You, so it was I first fur. I went into clothing maybe fifteen to twenty years ago. Because I was always designing the things to be worn under right. the coat. So I thought, well, why aren't I making these for the clients? Right. And then it just it developed and kept going. So you've been now designing for how many years? 40 years. Four? Next year, 8083. <laughs> 2083 will be 40 years. We have a lot of landmarks together. This is my 40th year of being, uh, I wrote my first book 40 years ago. Oh like two days ago was my the birthday of my first book. So that I consider that the beginning of my career. Yes, of course. In lifestyle. And here you are designing 
uh, furs and fashion uh, 40 years ago. 40 years. Isn't that amazing? Amazing. It's gone by, you know. And we're both from New Jersey, by the way, everyone. We are. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. So you have a big philosophy about dressing and dressing correctly. Um, I know that uh, your clientele really goes to you for advice about what to wear to what and what to and how to put it together. So you're not only a designer, you're also kind of a stylist to some of the most beautiful and, and exquisite women in the world. You know, how did that happen? I just I think that's I think that's like natural. I think that's who I am. 
I mean, I just know it even as a child. I mean, I was busy doing this with my mother, and she's, like, listening to a nine-year-old. I think it was something, you know, how, like, a nine-year-old could sit down and play the piano like Chopin, and they're like No, this. but moms should listen to their kids because their kids have a different perspective. Yes, and she, they knew that I was, I just, it was very natural. And even just two hours ago, to protect people's privacy, a very, very important woman who could have anything in the world just came to this afternoon to have some fittings, and she's going to wear this fabulous jumpsuit with feathers and oh, wow. on, on a big Christmas party in Palm Beach. And she said, so what should, I said, you need to take, she has a huge diamond swan pin from Graf. And I said, you pin that right in the middle of the bow that's at your waist. She said, oh my God. I said, but you can't wear bracelets and maybe just earrings and just keep it. Not just, but, and so that's part of. Well, I'm going to be combing the pictures from yeah. Palm Beach. Yeah, exactly. To see who's wearing that <laughs> swan pin. <laughs> How great. Um, so, I mean, I think it's part of, you know, I mean, it's something that I love. And the other thing I love, as you know, is the home. I mean, I love that the most. Well, Dennis has one of the most exquisite homes in Southampton, Long Island. I've had the pleasure of having dinner there a couple times. But not only the home, it's the the home, the garden, the table, the collections of tableware that you own. Um, and he is very proud of the tables he sets. So it really is amazing. But you really do take it. You take it from high fashion to table fashion. Uh, with me, yeah, it's the more than interested in you being the queen of home. It is the only thing that transports me to another place. When I'm setting, setting table. the table and getting ready, I think of nothing else. When I'm designing, I'm thinking, are they going to like it? Is who's going to wear it? Can this be worn by a curvy girl? Can this be worn by a petite girl? There was is always a second thing going on. But when you're in my house, or in our apartment in New York, I'm just having a good time creating. And it, it, it's it's an obsession, actually. I mean, we have a lot of stuff. Man, you've been there. You've seen oh, it. Yes. You've never eaten on with the same fork oh. and the same plate once in all nope. dinners. Amazing. I, yes, it's part of It's a hobby, actually. But that, that's nice. It is a hobby, but it's also a, a lifestyle. Yes. And you've, you've created a lifestyle that, that so many people want to emulate. Yes, and that's work. As you know, it's never easy. Listen, who entertains better than you? You know, to make it good, to make it pretty, you need, even with people helping you, it's still work. It is. You have to think. You have to think. Yep, and, right. and have an archive. Yeah. I mean, don't you call it your archive? Oh, yes, of yes, course. Your library yes, yes. of things uh, to set a table. Are you selling things in the home area now? On QVC? Yes, some things, but mostly in the faux fur blankets and the little teddy bears. And I did some Christmas ornaments and we did some dishes. You know, a few items here and there, but the strength is things that I've done with the faux fur. But back to fashion, because I yeah, don't want to end that discussion. Um, as we her, uh, head into this new year, two years ago, COVID began. Yeah. Now we're kind of out of it. Uh, we are still uh, we, we're still a little worried. Um, many people are looking to approach their wardrobes in a in a different way. What do you see? What trends are you seeing as, so as designer see, to the stars? So here's what I think. I think we've come out of it wanting to be 
stylish. People want to get dressed up again. People are focused on that. But people don't want to give the comfort up. So there's a little bit. So apropos to the luncheon we had the other day, at another given time, everyone would have really come in some sort of a suit. Okay. A lady suit, a skirt suit. That look, a little tight, a little pushed in. Now people were wearing beautiful pants and cashmere sweaters, beautiful, dressed up. But I think we've revisited how we dress and how we look. I mean, if we just, let's just jump back 20 years. Today, if I was coming here, I would only have been probably coming to do this in a dark suit and a white shirt and a tie. And I'm all dressed up. Yeah, but you look good. You look, he has a black turtleneck on and a beautiful scarf and and a a lovely um, checkered jacket. Yes, I mean. Tailored beautifully. I'm all dressed up, but we've taken it. And you too, you're in a cashmere pant and and top that, you know. I'm in a sweatsuit by Laura Piano. Well, hello, what is that? (laughs) Okay, right, right, right. But I had a lot of meetings this morning. I apologize. I have to get dressed for a Christmas party tonight. No, but this is. You'll like what I'm wearing. I'm wearing sequin pants, gold sequin pants, and a bright red jacket. Oh, I love that. Okay. But if you wanted to go tonight with this. I could. And you put on your big Baroque pearls. Yep. A small bag. I could go. You could go. And nobody would think. Right. That you aren't dressed. That's Wait, true. ankle boot. I mean, yeah. with a heel. I'm I so, That's what's changed. <laughs> in, no, but that's what's changed in fashion, Martha. That we're able to do things that well, really weren't acceptable before. So, what's your current trend obsession in design? What are you What are you designing that's, that's so accommodating design, women like like us? Because Dennis Basser was known for occasion clothes, so. What you're wearing today, you don't need to come to Dennis Basso to buy that because they're doing Laura Piana and Brunello Cristianelli. They're doing yeah. it the best. Yeah. You come to me for the sequin pants. Yes, I do. Right. So yeah. that, I'm just saying, so that's, I've stayed. People, I think today, you need to stay in your lane, so to speak, of what you do best. You can't do everything best. You're not going to go have heart surgery by a hip doctor. You want to stay you want to stay in your lane and slowly branch out to things that feel like something to you. Yes, you do. But people want to be dressed again. So, you've been on QVC for how many years? 29 years. 29 years. You you're the longest performer, uh, longest um um one of them. Yeah. There's a few others. Yeah, who who've been uh, uh, not only entertaining, but selling to a vast audience on QVC. That was the first really televised shopping network in America. And uh, and it's still going strong. And uh, your business is still going strong. Are you doing it from home or did you go so down to Westchester? So we're doing it from home, but I'm doing it from home later on and tomorrow. But Saturday... You're going down to Westchester? I've been down. <gasps> I've been there five times already. Oh, you have. Yes, I haven't, I haven't been back yet. But QVC, we, we really do enjoy your performances there because it is a performance. You are the penultimate salesperson. It goes to 100 million homes. I, I mean, know. it's unbelievable it's so when you think about great. the exposure. It's been so much fun. I mean, I, I mean, think, I remember actually December 4th was my 29th year. Amazing. That is a lot of TV. And QVC honored you with a documentary. Yes. If you go to um, 
QVC HSN slash De- Dennis Basso. Basso. You could see that yeah. documentary. It's quite. It's done quite well. It, they did a I thought. I thought they did a beautiful job. Yes, and it really does high, show the highlights of your career, the funny moments, right. the the they show Michael Packard. Oh yes, yes. And they show the sketch. Yeah, it's so great. And everybody knows Dennis by his name, Dennis. Yeah, Dennis, right. There aren't oh, so many Dennis. Yeah. All the other Dennis people know is Dennis the Menace. <laughs> <laughs> that was always the thing. And he's also Dennis the Menace. <laughs> yeah. I'm a little Dennis, though. Uh, so the fun people. What's the best thing you ever designed, do you think? What's the one, one item of clothing that you would hold up and say, I am really proud of this item? So it was two things. Two different things. I did a golden sable coat to the floor. And 25 years ago, Ivana Trump closed the fashion show wearing that. It was just over the top. Wow. And the king of Saudi Arabia bought it. He bought it for his wife. I don't or know who was going to Switzerland. Somebody. 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 <laughs> it was quite over the top. Wow. And the other thing, which I sort of loved, in the movie Chicago, the finale number with Catherine Zeta-Jones and Renee Zellweger, they do some big razzmatazz number, and we did these big white capes trimmed uh. in white fox. It was so... Broadway, so Hollywood. That, they that, were two fun things. That movie I loved. I loved yes. Catherine Sage-Jones. Yes. I went to her wedding to Michael Douglas. Did oh, you do God. anything for her wedding? No, but I remember. Wasn't it in the Bahamas? or No, no. The, they got married in New York at the Plaza Hotel. The Plaza Hotel. Yeah, that was funny. I sat with Anthony Hopkins. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was, fun, it was a, fun, a fun table. Um, oh, wow. We had so And Russell Crowe sat at our table. I loved Russell Crowe. Oh. Yes. I'll tell you another about celebrity people. Um, Star Jones, when she got married the first time, she had a huge wedding at St. Bartholomew and then the uh, Waldorf, and she said to me, I'm going to sit you with some people that you don't know, but you're going to thank me. <laughs> we go to the wedding. We go to the table, and I'm seated with... Mr. and Mrs. Denzel Washington. Oh, wow. Mr. and Mrs. Samuel Jackson. Oh, wow. Big time movie stars. And the, and they knew that I was the, I had done a white mink coat for Star's wedding. This was on a Saturday. The store was open on a Sunday. The next morning, all those girls were waiting at my store oh, for me. Oh, great. And they have been. And their husbands have hated you ever since. <laughs> We have been we have become such close friends. They are so great. But I'll tell you, I was at a party in Southampton once, and a friend of mine who was a client, his wife, is talking to a man, and the man says to my friend, "Who's?" And I was the other fellow. Who's that fellow talking to my wife? And my friend said to this gentleman, "That conversation is going to cost you about fifty thousand dollars." <laughs> Funny. Well. You've you've been such such a good mentor to other fashionistas, uh, people who are interested in fashion. What one piece of advice would you give to a young student at FIT today uh, to encourage them to either continue or discontinue their education in fashion? No, I think you have to be. I think so. I think the education 
is the most important part, to learn the techniques of what's going to come forward and how it's done. But you have to taste it. You have to feel it. It's like you could be, go to become a doctor. If you're not interested in the human body and the science, no matter how much you study, I don't know how good of a doctor you're going to be or an attorney or no matter what that field is. So I think if you have that nose for it, don't give up. You're going to, you have, but it's, as Martha and I just said, it's hard work. It's nothing is easy. You need to be focused and work on it and don't necessarily take no for an answer. Keep there, you know, when, when a door is shut, sometimes a window opens yep. and you need to be focused. It's all about being focused and don't be afraid to work. Somebody who's, you're working in a company and you're giving them their all, the people that could help you are noticed, know what you're doing. Well, Dennis Basso has a great future still ahead of him. Uh, a dear friend of mine, Dominique Bluthorn, recently had to go to a, a family wedding in the Dominican Republic. Yes, yes. And she was frantically looking for three evening gowns. Right. She went everywhere in New York looking for these evening gowns. And then a friend told her, you know, you should really go to Dennis Basso. Dominique has a very slender, beautiful figure. Yes, she went. Girl. She went to your shop and found three dresses in one hour, which is unheard. Yeah, that's unheard of. Unheard of for for Dominique, by the way. But boy, does she love those dresses, and she loves how she looks in those dresses and feels in those dresses. So I think that Dennis Basso knows he has his finger on the pulse of American fashion. Oh, you really you. do. Thank you so much. And, and you also have your your finger on what people like. Well, I think that's so important. You you, you have to get a, a sense. It's all about the sense yeah. also to sort of know what's right for that person. Yeah. You only want them to have something great from you. But not just that person, but the public in general. Yes, the public in I general. Think, I think you have that that real good good intuition that, that so many other people are lacking. And uh, and you can sort of trust Dennis Basso. It's always a pleasure to catch up with you, Dennis. And uh, there's so much more to talk about. Oh my gosh. You will have a, re a repeat visit maybe Let's maybe next next spring or summer. Come on, that would be and, fun. Um, to find out more about Dennis, please visit his website at dennisbasso.com or follow him on Instagram at Dennis Basso, B-A-S-S-O. Uh, we'll see you soon. And I love you. This was great. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 